Season 3, Episode 39, where we watched Rock of Love, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Brian Houston. I'm Max Lee Crew. All right. Welcome, Max Lee Crew. Uh, I hate you both. <laughs> Chris, I hate myself. This was all on me, and I'm sorry. Brian, give us the description of the show, please. Okay. Brett Michaels is on a search for the perfect rock star girlfriend. Each week, each week, the contestant's abilities to adapt to the true rock and roll life is tested. Who can handle the competition from outrageous and sometimes hotter groupies? Who can contribute to Brett's music? Who's not afraid of extreme sports competitions? And perhaps most vital, who will always look smoking hot and doing it? <sighs> so this show is The Bachelor. But with Brett Michaels. Yeah. Who is Brett Michaels? He is the lead singer of Poison. Can you name a song by Poison? Uh, Not off the top of my head, but I know I know their music. Uh, I think it's the song that Turk dances to in Scrubs. I don't watch Scrubs. That's a joke. The song is called Poison, not the band. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Yeah, so Brett Michaels is like, you know, sort of 80s glam hair band type guy. He's weird. Yeah. Um, he keeps talking about sex kittens. <laughs> I mean, when one of his most popular songs is Talk Dirty to Me, you know what's coming. Yeah. So, you know, if you take a look at this and you like take a step back and like you realize this is The Bachelor, yeah. but with a rock star, this makes total sense to have 20 people come in, try to find, like, like hook up with the rock star that makes complete sense to me that makes sense except this guy's like i don't want to say he's washed up necessarily i'm sure he's done fine for himself but like when's the last time you thought about brett michaels i have not right exactly it doesn't matter people love rock stars and like this makes sense what doesn't make sense is some random joe schmo that like is you just don't know at all I mean, I, I agree that taking the, yeah, The Bachelor works with the rock star inserted. Yeah. Or it should. The show just kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, we sh- we'll get into, I think. Well, let's go over what the general beats of the show were okay. first. Okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> so they first show up, they have 20 girls sitting <clears throat> in front of a house and Brett Michaels shows up. And Brett Michaels picks four people to be VIP based on looks alone. Then everyone else goes into the house. They start drinking. Hard. Some people harder than others. <laughs> then they do a photo shoot. They have all 20 women on the staircase. to end, And they're, they do like a sexy, each one does a one-on-one sexy photo shoot where Brett was shooting them with a camera. And then after that, he did four one-on-one dates with the VIPs. Then he did a one-hour where he met everyone else. And then he kicked five people off the show. Yeah. Well, four people and somebody by proxy. Well, I mean, <laughs> if he wanted her to stay, yeah. she would have stayed. Yeah, that that's the show. Minutia. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so when we get these 20 women out front, it's just nuts. I I cannot begin to describe 
this cast that they've chosen? It is. I'll tell you what it is. Emmy. All sluts. I mean, yeah. That's the only words. That's the only words I can describe this. It's the trashiest collection of people I've seen in quite some time. Like this makes this makes the Jersey Shore crew like from season one look like you know, shining, (laughs) paragons of society. Diamonds. Yeah, like they, the four girls that like talk before Brett Michaels showed up, all just wanted to jump them like immediately. Yeah, all these people are already infatuated with Brett Michaels, and like. You can like kind of get that impression from like The Bachelor, but these girls are very explicit about what they want. <laughs> well, the thing is, <laughs> we can't talk about The Bachelor. I can't talk about it again. <laughs> You're going to suck me back in. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all of these women are very vain. There's a lot of plastic surgery. There's a lot of, hey, I want Brett Michaels. That's really what this is all about. Sure. Uh is this, do you have anything to say about these twenty people as they show up? Uh, no, they they all kind of blend together into like maybe two groups. You got the party girls and the sort of shy girls. I think you you've got a couple guest groups here. You've got the people that get eliminated. I feel like that's a specific group of people. Sure. Then you've got the sluts, the really really slutty. And then you've got the conservative group. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's like there's not a whole lot of overlap between those. Um, but they I did like this thing they did. So like, Brett comes out and he's got to pick. He picks four people at seemingly random or whatever. Uh huh. And everyone that went into the house thinks those four people are eliminated, but instead they're the VIPs. I thought that was really good. Who tells them that? No one. Big John. Oh, Big John. Big John is Lil John's big brother. That's 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 it. That's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to laugh at that? No. Wrong too. Uh, yeah. So Big John is the Pepper Potts in it, the situation. He, he takes care of the women, tells them to leave, whatever. He's the one watching the house. He's like a bodyguard or something. It's weird. You think that Brett Michaels ever had a, a like a th- like an threesome plus hundred percent with Big John? Hundred percent, definitely. How many people? Oh, <laughs> how many people? <laughs> talk, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> get to it later. All so right. these four VIPs go into this room. They get like this bag of shit. I don't know. They don't really see what they get, but these people think they're the shit. And some of them are, some of them aren't. Yeah, it's it's all just like interviews with people about how hot I am and I want to bone Brett Michaels. Yeah, usually we have, when we have an ensemble like this, we like to have the names of all the people up, but it really does not fucking matter. Yeah. I don't know anyone's name. I only know one girl's name, and that's because of like certain events that transpire. But like everything moves so fast, it was really hard to keep track of anything. I think you know, yeah, we'll get to it. So, all right, so these VIPs come in, then everyone gathers around to do this photo shoot, right? Right, and this is where it starts going from <laughs> zero to two hundred. <laughs> yeah. So 
the first people come up and they this they're doing like Playboy Maxims, doing like Maxim style shoots here. They're like as hot and as slutty as you can be in front of a camera. This is what these women are doing. Well, I mean, uh, while clothed. Hold on, Max. Yes. And then somebody changes the whole game. (laughs) Somebody changes that game up. Angelique. Uh, She decides, Brian. (laughs) She just decides to go topless for a little bit for this photo shoot. And what is surprising about that, Max? Uh, Brett Stevens says, like, she's nasty. I like it. (laughs) Brett Stevens. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Brett Michaels. (laughs) I mean... when your name is two first names, like I don't give a shit. Brett Michaels. <laughs> and then B- you can't even uh, get the dude's name. Right. <laughs> of course, also Big John reminds everybody at this point that the competition has already started, girls. Yeah. So what was surprising to me is that we were watching this on Hulu and it was uncensored. Yeah. Which was surprising. A, this is a VH1 show. So clearly was uncensored or was censored when it aired. So I'm like, they made an uncensored version of this show and it's on Hulu? Like, of all places. Very surprising. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever seen nudity on Hulu before. No, definitely not. Hmm. Or really Wait. just like maybe like from like one of their like own shows, but like But I don't I know. I, I mean I think I have. I don't know. Just, Not on it VH1. Just very, it, just very, it was very surprising. Not on VH1. Oh, I'm sure it's not. A, like, obviously. Yeah. 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 So, so then there's just all these confessionals about like, ooh, I'm real slutty. I'm going to slut it up. And then there's other people like, oh, I'm not that slutty. How am I going to slut it up? And like, oh, I've refused to get slutty. Like, those are all the confessionals. Almost do it the whole show. Pretty much. It starts right now. It's really ridiculous. Like, that's just, like, where the competition goes. To. It's just, like, the worst end of the spectrum. These are... This This is, like, the sluttiest things I've seen on TV, I think. Like, this... On any reality show we've ever seen. Yeah. And then, like, there was, like, <laughs> uh, what? Bachelors in Paradise? Like, yeah, yeah. Nothing close. Nothing comes close. Maybe Dating Naked... Only because that creates some sort of situation where that oh. happens, but like, there's also that like British show that just like made you oh, like. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the, the like, British show you were naked close. in front yep. of everybody. That, oh, uh, we have an update on that later oh. on. Oh. Pod, I think Chris, would this show be better if everyone was naked? I'm pretty sure we're gonna see everybody naked at some point in this show. <laughs> uh. Maybe. Including including Brett and little there Big would definitely J. be an orgy going on if everyone was naked. It's true. Like, I was not even a question. I was fairly certain that's what the VIP room was going to be for because it was just all four beds in one room, like very lavish, very nice. It's true, we didn't talk about that. The VIP room, <laughs> quote unquote, was just four beds. It's not very VIP. It's very <laughs> VIP guys. Then he goes on the dates with the VIP bowl, right? Uh. What we have to talk about this. So while they're starting this photo shoot, he starts making out. Oh my god! With women, how did I skip this? And this is just insane. So like the there's like four women he makes out with during this makeout sesh during the the photo shoot section, and like 
okay, you just met this person, and Brett is just all into it. He's the more the slutty you are, the more he's into it. So he's really like pulling these people in. So after so during these uh, after the one on one dates, that hour long session, he's making out with pretty much every woman already. Right, Brian. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, almost everybody. There were a few like, like missing the, the conservative group. There was one woman that was like, I don't want to make out with you or kiss you because you kissed 19 other women before me. Entirely reasonable. Seems entirely reasonable. And everyone in the show is like, this isn't reasonable. But, but like, that's the rock and roll life. Like, Brett Michaels is always, he said at one point that he's either been in just like crazy bus sex or in a long term relationship. Like, he, the rock and roll life is, has been a lot of the former. Yeah. I mean, well, I want to bring I want to bring it back to the Brett Michaels love sesh, but let's let's move it back to the show. Yeah, he's just constantly making out with all these women, and it's not like you know, and it's not just like a kiss, right? No, it's like let's go with this for about ten seconds. They're making out. There's like a lot of tongue involved for sure. Oh yeah. So, I think a good like five to ten minutes of these thirty-eight minutes is just him making out. It's wild. So that's that sets the tone for this show. For yeah, sure. yeah. Now I really want to like just figure out like how much total like airtime there was for just making out. You know, I've seen a lot of weird supercuts on YouTube of all sorts of stuff. I wouldn't be surprised I, if somebody did that. I, <laughs> Brett I, Michaels I, making out supercut. I need like blinder glasses so I can just see the time and then just walk away from that. Just the ten hour version. <laughs> oh no. Uh. So. After the photo shoot, they go on these four one-on-one dates. And I have a quote written down after one of the dates. Are we talking about Aaron? I have no fucking idea who it was. Are we talking about how... Just give it to me. Just give it to me. I knew she was the perfect psycho fan to make love or kill me. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, one of these VIPs he picked is like... Real into him. Is this the one with the fucking fugly lips? Have you seen this show? I mean, most of them have fugly <laughs> lips. So I don't know. There, there's some bad plastic surgery that I can't. Uh, I don't understand how these people get around. Like how they think they're attractive. Is it the person in the S2E2 picture there? The, uh, the French one? No. Oh, okay. Well, in any case, yeah, a lot of people have plastic surgery in this show. Not surprising. Uh, I want to talk about one of the other uh, VIP dates. I do want to talk about the last VIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, go ahead. Uh, he and this girl Erin start talking. She said she starts talking about how I love MySpace and I'm such a nerd. I learned HTML just from MySpace. There's so much going on in the world that I learned from MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) And you could just see the soul being drained out of Brett Michael's eyes. Yeah. Uh, That is, I don't know if that is the line, but that is definitely the line in the show that lost her at the spot. Oh, yeah. So, like, at the end, he's given out, like, these VIP badges means that you're it. You stay. 
Yep. And he gives out to the three VIPs and then moves on. You knew at that point she was done. Dunzo. Yep. Uh, also, a lot of people learn HTML from MySpace. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I'm I'm not dunking on her for learning HTML. I'm dunking on her for thinking like MySpace was like the shit. The it shit. was. It was. It also Wait. sucked because people fucking just put music all over their shit and took like ten years to load. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. Yeah, I guess Brian, like this was like 2008. Like this is about like when that was dying, right? When did 2009. that? 2009. It was definitely still dying around then. Like. Yeah. Who I mean, she probably learned HTML through MySpace. But I mean to be like gung ho about MySpace in two thousand nine. I don't know. Not not a great maybe she's ride or die. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I mean what? I joined Facebook in what, like two thousand and six, I think, two thousand seven. And at that point, MySpace was Pretty much done in 2009. So you're right, Brian. She definitely shouldn't be enamored with MySpace. Uh, I don't have anything to say about these one on one dates. Yeah, the other one on one dates, nothing. Oh, uh, I mean, even in the last one, like, Brett Michaels was like, man, like, she's talking, like, she's pretty much putting me to sleep, but she's still smoking hot. (laughs) It's true. There's clearly only one thing he gives a shit about. Absolutely. Like, he. I can't believe he's just even like talking with the with them or like <laughs> just like, <laughs> hey guys, girls, come into this house, take your clothes off, let's go. I mean, he that already happened and just keeps happening. It's gonna keep happening. Um so now they have they have this one hour time plan for all the other girls to meet him. And this whole time is just like You've got the really slutty people just like slutted up with Brett Michaels, like constantly on him, making out, like what? taking clothes off. Yep. And then you've got a lot of airtime given to these other women that are like not or more conservative. And just like, like, I don't really know what to do in this situation. Like, guys come up to me, I don't go up to them. Like, just out of their element. Sure. But they they were given a lot of airtime because this is the drama that was created in this hour. The other everyone else was just kind of like having slutty fun, yeah. including Brett Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> like at one the point, the biggest slut of all. At one point, he was talking to the conservative women, and he was like, "I got to use the restroom. Wait here, I'll be back." And on his way to the bathroom, one of the other girls was on the stripper pole. <laughs> And he just like hung out there for like a five ten minutes, <laughs> and then what came again? back. I love their conver- the girls' conversation. Had this, like, a great conversation while that was happening. <laughs> I really like horses; they're pretty. <laughs> and I like I agree, but like I want to know what led up to that. Brian, what what did uh, else happen in that conversation? <laughs> I don't even remember. Like I just remember the horses. What what? The uh, the one woman asked the other one, uh, "Do you bareback?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good lord! And they had like some weird cut going on with that, where like 
you kind of didn't catch it, and you weren't really sure if they were talking about horses or not anymore. That's why that question was posed, Chris. <laughs> I know, but I feel like they were still just talking about horses. <laughs> but they might not have. <laughs> to be, so, so everyone in the audience knows, she doesn't bear back. <laughs> Thanks, not, Chris. Not ever. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and uh, one of the things while these women come out initially, Brett Michaels is like, Rockstar 101, gotta handle the bombardment. Tell me more. That's it. That's all I've got. Yeah. Brett Michaels, need, over time, has learned how to deal with bombardment of women. Understandable. That That's, that's Rockstar 101, Max. Yeah. Do you know Rockstar 101? I do. Okay, good. Bombard your enemies with cannonballs. <laughs> I just don't even, like he he had to talk with like every girl for like five minutes, pretty much. Uh mathematically that would be well, hundred like, minutes, so no. <laughs> Damn it. There was a lot <laughs> he, of like, like that, that doesn't leave like much time for makeout time. And he was making out a lot during that. I know. There's a lot of two on one, three on one, four on one <laughs> situations. Good lord. There's a Leah Brett Michaels had like four or five women on his lap at some point. Hey, you got you got to put in a good word. It's true. If you only have two minutes with Brett Michaels, you know you say hi, and then you just make you out. suck his dick. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> I'm surprised that that didn't happen. I'm I, shocked. I'm pretty sure, like 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 the Bachelor, there are explicit rules against sexual favors for Brett Michaels. Not, I mean, there's I'm probably sure. also explicit rules against getting too drunk to attend the uh, elimination ceremony, but. Oh, yeah. So there's this one woman that gets really drunk on whiskey. They show, well, they claim whiskey. They show her downing cups of dark liquid. I'm I, like, if that was whiskey, I feel like I would be. Dunzo. <laughs> I'd be dunzo. Terrible. That, that's also part of the rock and roll life. She was living one third of that. She was definitely going, but she proved she couldn't handle it, Brian. That's true. I guess that's why she was eliminated. I was really hoping that like she would be brought back simply because she was a party animal. That's <laughs> true. I thought there was a chance for her, but like the ceremony <laughs> made it clear that she had no chance. <laughs> I don't know if that's because he didn't get to know her because he was dr- she was drunk <laughs> and didn't actually meet Brett Michaels, probably. But like I Is feel there like a scene of her and Brett Michaels together. No. I, I mean maybe like so. for the photo shoot, but like that that was also a blur. Like yeah, I yeah, just the, don't. Remember. I mean, you don't get to stay in the house via the photo shoot. Yeah, you really don't. I hope at the end of the show it has him like flipping through his photo book of just sexy photos of them. <laughs> I remember her. We <laughs> had so her? many good times together. Her, I don't who, know. egg, her. <laughs> uh, also during this time. Uh, it was a quote that I wrote down. Gotta love Frenchie. Wanted all my attention and time. I like that. Oh, yeah. She's so needy. I like that. Yeah. The, there was so much, so many comments about her. It, like, it was she, also definitely so a character. We, should we also go into the elimination now? Yeah, or, let's see the elimination. My favorite quote from the elimination was about her, I think. I felt a spiritual connection when you were the first one to take her top off. <laughs> That's true. That's a good quote. Taking a, I'd say that's a good quote taken out of context, but 
That's in context. <laughs> it's still a pretty good quote. Yeah, I mean, the elimination ceremony is just... The only interesting thing that happened was the one VIP person not making it. Somewhat surprising. Yep. Oh, and somebody else was yeah. picked to come in to stay in the house. But she was like, hey, I am too anxious. I don't want to... I don't really want to be here. And then given the choice... She decided to leave the house. She brought that up, and then I thought she said she was going to stay, and then she said she was going to leave again. Yeah, she like she she flip flopped. I think she flip flopped because she was picked. She was. I think she was kind of hoping that like she wasn't going to get picked. No, I get that. Do you think she would have stayed if she was picked like first? Like, is it that she was picked last? Uh, who knows? It may be staged. Who knows? I could see it not being the case. I don't know. Or maybe like one of the producers knew she was a little iffy about it, and that's why they kept it for last. Well, maybe she just didn't make a big connection. I don't know. What The order seemed to be in the order of people that he liked. That's true. So like, you get picked last, you're like, I don't know. I'm already anxious. Yep. You're not that hot. I don't care about poison anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine being in this house, and you're like... Ooh, I'm not this slutty. And you're like, I don't like you that much. I feel like I'd want to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the anxiety excuse is a good excuse. Like, if you were in this situation, but like it was a hot woman and you were going, you know, had to compete like this, would you stay? Would you like, could you like just leave? Could I? Or, or like, would, would you, would you have done what she did? Uh, yeah, I absolutely. I probably would try to like back out of that situation in the first place once the photo shoot happened. What's well, like if you think it's going to be like a bachelor situation, but instead it's like this rock of love situation. I, I just so badly don't want to make out with somebody who's also made out with 20 other people in the past hour. Yeah. I I think that yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a very reasonable thing to do. And like, just if you're not that in to Brett Michaels, but I feel like you're in season two of the show, you must you know, have you know what you're getting yeah, into. Yeah, like season one, that seems way more reasonable to like not know, but season two. But also, like, I mean, I guess it's like you psyched yourself up, like, hey, I got picked, like I should just at least go try this, and then you get in the situation, and it's like deer in headlights. Yeah. You're not getting a social media influencer by being on one episode of Rock of Love. No. I was <laughs> trying to think how you could spin that. I don't you, you can't. I'm sort of browsing through uh, all the episodes. Apparently, each season has a Mud Bowl. There's Mud Bowl, Mud Bowl 2, and Mud Bowl 3. It's all right. So, I I need to talk about Brett Michaels here for a second. Do it. Okay. So, Brett Michaels comes in and he, when he's introing the girls way back in the beginning, he's like, We're, I'm here to find love. And he's like listing off the things that he needs to find love. And I don't remember all of them, but they were like, the first one was uh, physical connection. And then it was like, you got to be like smart and funny. And in, and in no way are any of these things like have anything to do with like how personable they are or like like having a connection or like being empathetic or being 
in what I what I would consider like key sure. parts of being in a relationship, and it's just like. I could see why there's three seasons of this show, and I guarantee you each one of them did not work out. I don't even, like, wait, did, like, season three end because, like, he actually found a relationship, or because they, they just gave up? I don't know. If only we had some sort of magical device that could bring <laughs> us to a certain corner. I have no Maybe. idea, but I, I just, I'm just doubting it. I'm just saying, like, he, the way the show is designed, there's 0% chance you're finding a like nice wife to like go like maybe in this rock star life where like you know she could just come with him and it's okay with you banging a bunch of women and like potentially i don't know it just doesn't seem like a good place to find no brett michaels is a family man when he was in a long-term relationship he did not bang anybody on the bus he didn't say that I guess he really didn't, but like because he presented them as like polar extremes, I it kind of seemed like that was the case. It also seems like okay, so you're in a long term relationship, but you don't know how to find love. Is that like not what that long term relationship was for you then? Because and is love just banging for you then? Like is it, then what do you need this show for? There's definitely something going on. Like Brent Michaels has only looked for like physical connections in episode one, and. It's kind of surprising. Like when he talked, like like we were just saying, he mentioned like all these other aspects that are in a quote ball of love or ball of wax. <laughs> and the only thing he's been like really mentioning is the girl's appearance. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> A, his conditions I don't think are good enough. And then B, like this whole episode is about how hot you are and how slutty you are. That's it. That's those are the conditions so far for continuing to be on the show. And the one VIP girl who left was actually like smart. Hey, I learned HTML. And like mentioning like yep. trying to give like some kind of personality. Nope. That did nope. not fly. I don't want any personality from you. Just like take your top off, make out with me. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I, I gotta bring you guys to the internet corner. All right. What if I told you that we watched the wrong Brett Michaels reality show? While filming the finale of his reality show, Brett Michaels, Life as I Know It, Michaels proposed to Christy Lynn Gibson, his on-again, off-again companion of 16 years. Imagine proposing to somebody on, like, a reality show finale. Was that... You mean, like, The Bachelor? Yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> so is this after the show or before? No, this is while filming the finale, like... Of what? As part of a show, uh, Brett Michaels, Life as I Know It. I know, it. I know. I'm I... trying to figure out if that's after... Oh, the, I think Rock it's before. Of Rock of Love or Lo before Rock of Love? Uh, oh, wait. No, it's 2010. Crazy. I have to figure it out. Wait, so he had an on-again, off-again girlfriend while filming Rock of Love for three seasons? Yeah, seems, that's what I'm saying. Seems bad. This is just doesn't... <laughs> this is just like... What the, the show, fuck, dude. man? What the fuck, Brett Michaels? What are you doing with your life? He's clearly not here to find love. He's just clearly here to bang hot women. How much money do you think he made off the show? Clearly enough. Does he need to make a lot of money off the show? He's just banging all these women. He, He's definitely making some money off of this. I mean, he's making money. His name's <laughs> fucking on the show. <laughs> and then he got another reality show, apparently. Well, it, depend it depends. If he's... I'm sure... I don't know if VH1 like came to him with the show idea or he came to VH1 with the show idea. 
Uh, I think he, I think he had to go to VH1. I for this. just like, don't no. know enough about production <laughs> producing these things to tell you how much money he made. I don't Whatever. know, like yeah. forty thousand an episode. I don't know. Clearly enough to make three seasons, they would have cut it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Ratings. I think sure. it's time. Bottom, bottom of the bottom, uh, <sighs> middle of the bottom. I got some entertainment out of it. I wouldn't watch another episode. Yeah, bottom of the bottom is harsh. Max. It is. I don't know, I'm going to put in the bottom third. I think that I was bored, which, number one, I think morally bankrupt, number two. But I do think it is some more morals than The Bachelor. So there's that. Sure. What? Well, I think that it makes more sense for these women to be going after Brett Michaels than it does for all these women to go after someone they have absolutely no idea who they are. But Chris, are they really here for the right reasons? No. <laughs> no. The women yeah. in the show know exactly why they're here and know exactly what they're getting. The people on The Bachelor, and they're not pretending. Yeah. Except for Brett Michaels, because he's here for love. and that He says he's here <laughs> for love, and he's not. So it's very clear from this <laughs> it's, show. It's He's very, here for love. It is not. It is definitely not, Brian. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to give it the bottom of the bottom. Like I, the bottom of the bottom, man. You guys are hard. <laughs> okay, maybe like, maybe top of the bottom, but like, don't. Whoa, whoa. <sighs> that's a big move. No, top of the bottom is fine. Uh, Brian, you <laughs> seem to really enjoy this show. I'm surprised you went bottom of the bottom. So here's the thing. I thought it was like super ridiculous, but like it's so morally bankrupt. Like oh, it's yeah. just it's like the worst part of reality TV, like the dark web of reality TV. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely I mean, I'll be the first one to judge a show based on morals, and I think it does affect how well you can enjoy the show. Yeah, like it but like yeah, bottom of the you can move it to bottom of the bottom if you want. It doesn't matter. It's just it's not a show that I'm going to pick back up or even like tell people about. I feel like I need a shower now. <laughs> the show will just live on in Chris's Hulu recommendation engine. Oh, I hate <laughs> I hate both of you. That was the real fun part of this. Uh, what All else right. are people watching? So uh, some people I feel. Aren't on the pod tonight because some other reality show premiered tonight. They're not watching the challenge. I don't know. I'm James just, is I'm watching just, the I'm challenge. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. But since Harrison refused to talk about the cast list because they weren't officially announced last week, should we talk about the cast list? I don't. I. I. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Spoiler I was, for what? I'm the show premiere tonight. There's oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. There's only one person you have to care about on the cast list. And? His name's Gus from Florida Shore. Yeah. Gus. Our boy Gus. Our boy Gus. I can't believe it. Uh, there is another callback, Max, uh, to, a, to another show he watched. Hit me. X on the Beach UK. Who was it? Oh, it's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, the guy. Uh, no, the tattoo guy. Yeah, the big tattoo guy from X on the Beach UK is on the challenge this season. It'll be it'll be interesting. She he was on the same season as that other girl from X on the Beach UK. Yeah. So 
I I watched like the preview episode last week, uh, and they showed a lot of like the house with all the new people in it, and you know, as a side content, side TV content, that was actually pretty good. There okay. was just like a lot of just like drama and like, uh, yeah, not usual challenge stuff. The the format this season is basically fresh meat four or fresh meat three. It's like a group of new people versus a group of the challengers. Not quite. I don't know. I don't know what the format is. That last week, that's what they made it seem. You know what? I won't spoil it for you. We'll 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 find out together. I don't really care. It's uh, an old person is grouped up with a new person, and they are a team. Okay. It just doesn't. I don't like this team challenge stuff. Uh, If as long as it's boy girl, I'm okay with it. Like, it, otherwise, it's just not balanced. We'll see. I don't know. I still kind of am on the fence. It's definitely a side content for me. I'm not. I, okay. I'm not sitting down and watching. I think the previews look really good. Yeah. I'm hoping that, like, they fix a lot of the problems that happened with, like, the last season. It, it kind of seems like they've already taken note that, like, hey, it should be a shorter season. More, How more do you know challenges. it's going to be a shorter season? They've already said that, like, uh, it's only, like, 13 episodes. Oh. No, it, it it's it was like three or four episodes shorter than like the previous season. All right, all right, okay, I'll take it. If they go back to the format where there's a challenge, like an elimination and or challenge and an elimination every episode, I'll be way more in. Like I just can't do these episodes I, where bullshit. I have heard a rumor that that's the case. I want to verify can't have this fucking redemption house bullshit either. Oh yeah, like I can't like. If there's another season of the Redemption House, I am definitely out. Like, I can't do it. That thing artificially lengthened the season. That's why it was like 20-some episodes. Like, it's fine to have. Okay, you want it, and then you could bring them back for an elimination episode. But, like, I don't want any of that fucking content in between. Like, yeah. Like, like, if you want to change the game to have it, but don't change the game to have the drama of that stupid house where, like, one person gets back in. There's just, like... And I was just dumb. I didn't like it. And I, I refuse to watch another season with it. We'll see. Survivor okay. starts February 20th. So maybe I'll just watch that instead. You know what is starting tonight, though? A new season of Forge and Fire. Oh, I didn't finish season four yet, though. Me neither. I haven't finished seasons one through three. I I was trying to finish seasons one and two, and then Hulu took them away from me. And now what? I realize why. Yeah, they're not on Hulu anymore. What? No. Three and four are. Right. I was going to go back and watch those. They'll probably be back like after this new season. Uh, you know, uh, Broad City came back a couple Final weeks ago. Final season, yeah. Uh, uh, I enjoyed the second episode. I wasn't a huge fan of this, of the first episode. I really loved that. Like, it was totally them and every <laughs> little, like... All the Instagram little captions, or uh, sorry, filters were great. So to give you guys a little heads up, it was, uh, what's the, it was, 30, it was Abby's, Abby's 30th birthday, and they were trying, the episode is them walking from, walking Manhattan, the whole island, the island of Manhattan from sure. top to bottom. Or they weren't walking, they were just going. Yeah. They said walking, but they didn't walk. And uh, they were doing it for the gram. <laughs> they were gramming it the entire right. way. And it was like filmed in a way where it was like all through their like Snapchat and Instagram filters mm. and stuff. And it was just like, I don't enjoy that kind of like filming. I like when they get creative with stuff. But like it's 
it's a good idea in practice, I think, but it was just very jarring to me personally to watch. So, like the content, I love the episode except for how it was filmed. Mm. There's this episode they did in uh, St. Mark's Place, which is like all one continuous shot for like 20 minutes. I thought that was really cool. I don't remember that episode. I like continuous shots, though. Yeah. Sometimes I don't notice and that I feel like, oh, I should have, you know, it's so hard to do that I should be paying attention. Yeah. You're just too into it. Like they actually got you immersed in the environment. I feel like the best one was that haunting on Hill House had like a, almost a whole like the whole episode is like, they have a 40 minute episode and like it was like three long shot long takes that you couldn't really tell you couldn't tell where the cuts were and it was just like mm. such a really good episode of TV and it was all like one take and it, like it was great. It was more than just like an action scene. It was like an intense thrilling like horror kind of like episode and that you don't tend to see a lot of one takes that are like that no i don't i can't say i ever have so uh that's what i've been watching brian you watching anything else i'm um, also keeping up with the mass singer oh no don't tell me that brian <laughs> i know Why? the reveal on last week i don't know what it was this week but last week's reveal All was right. not great so brian tell me did you guess last week or this week no um, I'm finding it more entertaining to listen to the judges try to do this. What? The whole point, the only way you can watch a show is if you're trying to guess. I mean, I'm trying to guess, but at the same time, like, I don't know that enough, that much about entertainment culture that I can easily guess this. Like, the judges are definitely, like, throwing out stuff, and I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Like, I don't, like, it was a real six degrees of separation to like draw like one little clue in the riddle to like this person yeah and that's why i said that show is bad <laughs> well like but i just listened to it as like okay it's a small riddle thing like maybe i try to think of like some of this stuff like there's some of the easy parts that like are meant to like lead you off and then the judges pick up on like the little thing that actually does help out and so, i also like to listen to the songs in the background like i really do think that like a lot of these people are good singers and it's really well, good background so music so far we've we have what antonio brown right yep then we've got chong right mm-hmm. then we've got uh the other football player uh terry bradshaw terry bradshaw all three of those people not good singers Th- terry bradshaw is better than i thought like i mean he was he was okay yeah exactly all right so has there been two more people or just one more person uh there were two more people so i believe last uh two weeks ago was margaret cho um she's a comedian and (laughs) ken jung stars with her in his own tv show and did not recognize her okay and then but then he redeemed himself this week by guessing uh the unicorn who was tori spelling i thought that was last week yeah doesn't yeah last week so like i mean the episode's like playing right now so i don't know what's going to go on right now okay spoilers we record this on a wednesday whoa 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 so neither of those are singers either no tori spelling was a writer and uh margaret was a comedian yeah and you're saying that the judges actually guessed yeah interesting so you think the judges don't know who these people are? I don't think and so. They're legitimately guessing. I, I mean, they're 
they're in it. They can definitely recognize voices and everything and clues. So it's probably easier to tell the voices in person than like oh yeah over the TV. Do you think that? Well, and they've also met a lot of these people. Like, how are you supposed to like like know these people's voices? Like, exactly. Like, also, how are you supposed to know a writer's voice? Like, what? what yeah. What is this? Like, well, okay. Satori so Spelling is kind of well known. I think she's also. An how actress. are the How are the clues on these, Brian? Were so, these clues any good? Do you have any idea? A little bit. Um, I I did uh get a little bit of a clue with like Chung, but. I didn't guess it because I was just like, ah, oh, that's stupid. I don't know anything. And then what they introduced in the last week was bringing a physical item. And there were Tori Spellings was a typewriter. Uh, one of them was a scrunchie. One of them was a L.A. police badge. And I can't remember the fourth one. But like these were all really, really random. They seemed Oh, fun. magician kit. That was it. The, there's definitely one magician on there. But, like, really, how am I going to guess that? I'm just going to guess Chris Angel or something. It's probably Chris Angel. Let's be honest. Yeah. Who else is it going to be? Uh, um, Teller. David Blaine. Oh, yeah. Didn't we <laughs> guess Teller? Oh. I don't give a fuck about the show. Yep. Uh, Max, you watch anything? Uh, yeah. I watched a bunch of. I watched a bunch of True Detective S3. I, I rather like it. Uh, my mom was visiting this weekend, and she watched a bunch of the Medici's, which I would not recommend. The what? The, the family that ran Florence or Tuscany for like a century is called the Medici's, and Netflix wanted some sort of Game of Thrones political medieval thing, so they greenlit this, and it's not very good. I don't understand why it's that hard to be like, okay, people like Game of Thrones for very specific reasons, and one of them is not because it's set in like a medieval time. Yeah. Just because people like the backstab. Well, they tried to do that with Marco Polo too, and you're like, no one cares. Yeah. Like, they like Game of Thrones for the character pieces, the fantasy elements, I think. Just like, and it being somewhat different at the time. Like, yeah, I would agree with that. And people were already in love with the books, so you've got the people, the book lovers could pull you in. Like, I think that, like, Altered Carbon brought a lot of people in to watch it because it was a book. But, like, it's a mediocre, it's kind of, it was mediocre. It's not a great show. Yeah. But, like, I think that you need that little built-in audience, but. You don't need it, but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be really good if you don't have the built-in audience. Yeah. Like, True Detective, like, it's tough to do. You got to make it like event TV. That's where like Netflix, where they started, they were like event TV. They're like House of Cards and like yeah. Arrested Development. Now they release a new thing every week. It's like it's not an event anymore. So you but make- sometimes stuff s- sticks. You know, they're throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. No, I mean, they're doing what they need to do because they need the back catalog. Right. And they need to overload people with stuff that they can't just keep up with. So you don't just cut it off when there's no shows you want to watch right. anymore. So I understand why they're not doing that, but then it's harder to make that like big splash of like having a lot of people watching it because it's not an event anymore. Like I don't even heard of that show you want. You heard like I mean, I never not paid on my it, Netflix queue. I never paid it any attention by yeah. 
I know now they're like trying to Netflix are trying to make their movies be like a big events. Yeah. But the movies just aren't any good. Uh, Roma was good. That's yeah, about it. Yeah. I mean, but like if I see a Netflix movie, I'm not like, oh, that's going to be good. Let me pop that on because it's just like, let me read reviews and see if people say it's going to be good. Yeah. Like Velvet Buzzsaw came out like this week. Never heard of it. Well, it's made by the same people that did uh, uh, Nightcrawler. Okay. With mm. the same actor, same director, and it's apparently just kind of mediocre. So mm. it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you should hear a lot about Netflix movies. It's just like, eh, yeah, you know? They're really taking advantage of that whole straight-to-DVD type market. Yeah. I mean, if they would make the mid-budget movies, I think that they would do well. But they like they're trying to make these big, splashy movies, and they're just not as good. I mean, I have kind of i've watched all the marvel netflix heroes shows and they just dump like four of them in like the last like since september and i'm finally catching up on uh iron fist Mm -hmm. it's been pretty good it's definitely like they're fitting more to the character to the actor than before and it's like this whole dealing with the end of the defenders is uh, is pretty interesting i'm like way more into this than i've ever been to this character because uh. i like powered through season one and it was not good and so that's i think that's where we're gonna leave it uh you can find us on twitter at who put this on you can find us on facebook.com so who put this on you can find us on or please email us questions and suggestions at who put this on at gmail.com and uh, I guess I should mention yeah. that this is love month. It's love month, baby. I uh, I guess we could have mentioned that at the beginning. I forgot. Uh, we'll just add it in. Um, like yeah. during the theme song, we just say, <laughs> it's love month. Oh, change the theme to like the love connection theme song. Uh, it is love month. Is I suggested month. to do love connection and look what the fuck we watched. <laughs> All right. We're watching love connection next time. No, I I think next time might be Love Island, everyone. Chances are high it's Love Island, but it might change. Okay. Uh, And uh, we'll see you guys next time.